The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Inner Frontier with Darlene Green. As we connect to the miraculous, we find that life is transformed. Our personal choices are guided by our own inner knowing, our GPS, if you will. This path will lead to your unique divine remembering. Now, here is your guide, Darlene Green. Welcome. It's with delight that I welcome you to the Inner Frontier. My name is Darlene Green, and I am honored to be your host on this journey of conscious awareness. If you are new to your journey or a seasoned traveler on the path of awareness, you will find thoughts and conversations at the inner frontier that will support you in your next step of a beautiful, naturally unfolding process. Through these conversations, it's my intention to present a perspective that will bring a new level of awareness to your day and support you in accessing the greatest part of you. The title of today's program is Relationship Magic, and we are privileged today to have as our guest and author of Relationship Magic, Guy Finley. Guy Finley is a self-realization author and teacher known for his kindness, passion, and deep understanding of the inner path. Guy is an acclaimed author whose encouraging and accessible message is one of the true bright lights in our world today. His ideas go straight to the heart of our most important personal and social issues— Relationships, success, addiction, stress, peace, happiness, freedom, and lead the way to a higher life. Guy Finley is the author of The Secret of Your Immortal Self and more than 40 other books and audio albums, plus over 1,000 unique audio programs that have sold millions of copies in 24 languages worldwide. In addition, Guy has presented over 4,000 unique self-realization seminars to thousands of grateful students throughout North America and Europe over the past 30 years, and has been a guest on over 500 television and radio shows, including appearances on ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, NPR, and many others. His syndicated weekly radio program is aired on several international networks, including Healthy Life Radio, Achieve Radio, Sedona Talk Radio, and Health Life Net. Gaia is a faculty member at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, and is a regular expert contributor to BeliefNet, the Huffington Post, and many other journals. Gaia is the director of Life of Learning Foundation, the nonprofit self-realization school in Merlin, Oregon, and his popular key lesson emails are read each week by 200,000 subscribers in 142 countries. His work is widely endorsed by doctors, business professionals, celebrities, and religious leaders of all denominations. In addition to his writing and appearance schedule, Guy presents four inner life classes each week at the Life of Learning Foundation in Merlin, Oregon, and these classes are ongoing and open to the public. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome you to the Inner Frontier, Guy. I am so pleased that you're here. Thank you, Darlene. I'm glad to be with you today. Wow. I'll tell you, what a, uh, what a bio that you have. That... <laughs> I got tired listening to it. 
Ohio. Goodbye. We're done for the day. <laughs> Good heavens. Yes. Oh, my goodness. But I have had the, uh, the opportunity to listen to the Relationship Magic program. And I have to say, Guy, that thank you, that I see the light that you are. And I feel the love, the joy, compassion, and the deep commitment that is present in your work. And I'm, and I'm really present to the deep and soulful, authentic expression that, uh, that that is for you. So even though we haven't met, mm. I feel as though I know you through the resonance of your work. Thank you for your kindness, darling. Wow. So, you know, one of the things that I like to do on the, on the inner frontier is begin to, you know, because it's a, it's a program that's about consciousness um, on, every, on every level, and I, um, and I really love to hear about your journey. How, how did you get to where it is that you are? <laughs> if, if, if only I knew. <laughs> it's another bio question. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you... It's in, in some ways, and I'll, I'm glad to answer the question. I know people are interested in, you know, sort of a, a historical path. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes I laugh when you know someone says, I hear somebody say to somebody, "Boy, your hair is beautiful," and and then the person says, "Oh, thank you," and you can see them glowing in the compliment as if they grew their own hair. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, it, it's just. Um, uh, for me, honestly, I, I, from a very early age, maybe seven, eight years old, I was dissatisfied with the bells and the whistles. And I was, I was born into a very successful show business family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my friends in the early days were, uh, you know, we've all heard of the Rat Pack, you know, Dean, Frank, mm-hmm. Sammy, yada, yada. Well, my, my, my running mates were the children of the Rat Pack. Wow. I mean, that's who I grew up with, Desi and Dino and uh, all the kids that were part of that era uh, in show business and motion pictures and TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just never found satisfaction in the things that others did. Not that I didn't wander down certain roads to learn that my first intuition was right, but... Uh, uh, I, I, I just had that early beginning, including, which I will, if you don't mind, leave mm-hmm. undescribed, uh, some very, I guess, religious or mis- mystical experiences uh, at the ages of 11 and 13 and then 17, just some phenomena mm-hmm. that just kind of uh, cemented the, the longing for a love that I did not understand either the longing or what it longed for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, you go through the stuff you go through. I, 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 uh, I, I was led in part by my wish to understand my own heart uh, into a, a musical career where uh, my partner and I, the son of Tony Martin and Sid Charisse, Tony Martin Jr., we, we were the first white, artists ever to sign with Motown Records, soft rock artists. Hmm. And uh, I wrote music for a lot of famous people. I motion picture, television scores. I mean, I, I ran the gamut, you know. Uh, uh, and, but in, I guess it was 
around the age of 27 or 28, more or less at what you would call, you know, the, 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 the second or third stepping stone into some notability, uh, I just had it and I quit hmm. and I started traveling. I went to the, went east a couple times. I don't mean in the, in the United States, you know, India mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so forth and so on and uh, brushed more feet with my forehead than you can count. Hmm. hoping for some kind of Shakti pot or something that would put me in the state that I was looking for. None of those adventures proved anything other than if I was going to find something authentic, it wasn't going to be uh, at the hands of another human being, at least not in the way I imagined it. Uh, And about 29 or 30, I guess, I I was back here in the States and I had the good fortune, no question about it, to meet the most unlikely character, uh, an, an enlightened, authentic, and I would call him a Christian mystic, hmm. um, who for 14 years thereafter I spent time with, uh, became a kind of a co-director of his foundation, began giving talks, writing books at his behest, and uh, when he died, I, I, I left the uh, Southern California, where I had been in Ojai working uh, mm-hmm. at his, uh, you know, for, for more or less for his uh, work, came up to Southern Oregon, decided to do a little more serious writing and introspection. A couple years later, I started giving talks up here, and, uh, and I've been busy ever since. As that, that's a fair, fair synopsis. Well, ab- yeah, abso- absolutely. And it's that process. I'm, I'm always fascinated by, you know, and the process is so perfectly beautiful and unique for each one of us. It's those moments, it's those, those flashpoints that tell us that, um, look here. Look yeah. over here. Yeah. And some of them just aren't flashes. Some <laughs> <laughs> drop a block of lead on top of your head. Well, some of them are. I think. Yeah. I think that some of them are. And, it's, and the thing that I, I just, I just love to hear that because we, we here we are walking in our day, expecting you know that this that today is going to unfold the same way that every other day has. And God forbid. <laughs> really, God forbid. And uh, and then and then and then and then. Uh, Life happens yeah. really in in that in a particular moment, and what a moment of grace those those are. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. The most, as a rule, I mean, look, there have been, and I'd I'd be untruthful if I said otherwise. You know, things that if if you were, I guess, to read them in a book, which I don't think anyone ever will. You know, you 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 know, like there were a lot of people that that uh, helped set this path through the millennia that, you know, you and I are intended to have very similar experiences because it's the same consciousness awakening to itself. Mm-hmm. The forms take place differently, the timing and, and even some degree of experience relative to the way personality interprets these things. But, you know, to, 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 to say that there weren't these moments of specific grace that kind of shock you out of complacency or that at least uh, begin to validate that unspeakable faith, that would be a lie. But more important than those moments are the moments that are absolutely detestable to you. 
that you don't want anything to do with, mm-hmm. that you would, if you could, turn it away, like Christ said, would that this cup could pass from my lips. But eventually, a person starts to recognize that the idea when the student is ready, the teacher appears, doesn't mean the teacher comes with roses and chocolates. <laughs> That's for sure. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And that the best of those moments, which are always a marriage, you're never given more than you can bear, but you're always asked if you will take a little more. Meaning, are you willing to be a little more honest, a little more willing to recognize that some pattern has reincarnated in your life, reappeared with more force because you refused the lesson the first time. These things, as they you know, unfold in our life, become the real important, the crucibles for mm-hmm. this change in our consciousness. Absolutely. One of the things that you mentioned in um, in the in relationship magic is uh, those moments where love asks something of us, and those that was one of the many um, moments that I was just really touched. It was. Um, it is, it's so true. It has so been my experience that as I move on the, on the pathway of my consciousness process that there's, that there is more being asked that, and this is, that's, that's the name also for this program, The Inner Frontier. It's that space in, inside of us where what it is that we know meets what it is we don't know. And it's that edge of what it is we don't know. It's that edge of being willing to go where it is that I'm being asked to go and stand there. And it's not found in, it's not found in comfort. It's not found in habit. It's not found in complacency. But it is the place that is the richest um, environment that's like, hey, I'm staying here. This is this is where the action is. The razor's edge, darling. It is relationships, and of course, to the point of this, you know, this newest audio book, relationship mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is, it is almost uh, almost unseen, I think, in our world today because of how quickly our minds are occupied. Mm-hmm. Uh, becoming identified with what we want or don't want in any given moment at the cost of realizing that every moment, literally, and every person that appears in that moment is a, is a, is a, revel, is a point of revelation mm-hmm. through a relationship. Mm-hmm. Relationships are intended to be a, a ceaseless stirring in us of being able to see parts of ourselves that the moment before without that relationship unfolding as it does, we would not be conscious of. I know we're coming up to our first break, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sow this one idea into it. Mm-hmm. It is through our relationships with life and with others that we are brought to moments where were it not for that person, that sunset, that dog, that traffic jam, were it not for that particular moment moving in us what it does at the moment of its appearance, we would remain asleep to the corresponding part of us that we don't know is waiting in us to become conscious so that relationships help bring us into an awareness of a depth and breadth in our own consciousness that without that relationship we would never know. 
and that that would be a good probably a good place for us to get into your first break, I guess, not that I need to lead you into it, but... Well, I, th- just, but I think that you're perfect and you are right on as far as timing, so all right. you absolutely are, and so that is, this is a good time for a break. This is Darlene Green, your host of The Inner Frontier, with our guest Guy Finley, and we are speaking today about Relationship Magic, the new transformative program created by Guy. So if you are ready to transform your relationships and experience all the joy and love... Listen to that. Experience all the joy and all of the love that is yours to experience. You will want to listen to this program. So when we return, there's a special gift that Guy is making available to our listeners, and you don't want to miss it. To learn more about Guy Finley's work and Life of Learning Foundation, go to his website at www.guyfinley.org and myrelationshipmagic.org. We'll take a short break now. Stay tuned. There's so much more ahead. Live your soul's vision. You know there's more. Doing the same thing doesn't work anymore. You are ready to be the best version of you. Now it's time to listen to the calling of your soul. Your journey to awakening is taking place whether you're aware of it or not. The difference is the perspective from which you choose to witness the accounts of your life. It may feel at times as though there is something wrong or something missing. The work with Darlene and the Divine Light Council invites you to move beyond the world of known to your unique expression remembered. In all circumstances, whether perceived as good or bad, there is always a new perspective that is available. If you so choose, the new perspective can open up a universe of possibilities not previously seen. In so doing, invite the greatest part of you to be conscious in your life as you choose powerfully from your deepest soulful expression. This is the work, often a perspective shift away. We invite you to gain clarity of the next steps in your beautifully unique journey to remembering your greatness. Live your soul's vision. Visit thedivineremembering.com. You are listening to The Inner Frontier. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Darlene at the TheDivineRemembering.com. Now, we return to The Inner Frontier. This is Darlene Green, your host of The Inner Frontier. My guest today is Guy Finley, and our topic is Relationship Magic, the title of the latest program created by Guy. Guy calls relationships the most abundant, yet least understood and utilized resource on the planet. He provides a profound set of principles that, once understood and embodied, will heal the hurts and misunderstandings that lie at the root of all your relationship issues, beautifully transforming every relationship you have. Guy's new program, Relationship Magic, sheds light on the crucial understanding you need to build a beautiful, enduring relationship with the one you love and better relationships with everyone you know. Guy presents these golden insights into the dynamics and true possibility of our soul's growth in any relationship. So welcome back from our break, Guy. Thank you, darling. And um, I just think I want to just dive right in and 
in talking about the uh, relationship magic. It, it was a profound experience for me. I could just feel so many layers and levels of wisdom and truth that were transforming. It was a beautiful transformative process. But I have some questions for you. I would say one thing before we start. Yes. When my staff suggested that I give a series of talks on relationships, mm-hmm. I really didn't want to. <laughs> really? I really didn't. Well, uh, you know, most of us, when we hear the idea of a, of a book on relationships or whatever it is, you know, we think to ourselves habitually, you know, uh, <laughs> th- you know, seven steps to, uh, to make your lover love you more. Uh, you know, all of the, the usual, and I'm not being disrespectful, but terribly simplified, mm-hmm. you know, McDonald's drive through delightful relationship stuff. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I have no interest in those things. And I knew that if I was going to write this book and, and present it, that I was going to have to do some real digging. And I just want people to know that that what we'll cover now, and should they be interested in the material enough to get it, that really there's nothing like what you're going to hear or read or listen to. Because the work that we're doing is to uncover some of these things that sit, to use Darlene's word, at the frontier, at this edge where between what we're asleep to in ourselves and the possibility of awakening to a completely different level of being that enters into a completely different order of relationship. If that's what you're interested, that's what we're about to discuss. I just wanted to make that caveat. Well, I think that that is uh, beautifully, that's beautifully stated. And I, I, that was my experience with this work. It is, it is transformative. And, and, if you, and I agree, unless you're willing to do the transformative work, are you ready to transform? Yeah. Like, really, are you, are you ready? Really, are you ready? And uh, and it's a deep it's a deep personal question for each person to answer for it themselves. It is, and, and to say it in slightly other words and a little bit stronger, are you sick and tired of running into the same obstacles with people and places wherever you go, in spite of the fact that you keep changing people and places in your life? Yeah. Because the evidence is that somewhere unseen in myself, there's a stumbling block in what I understand to be the purpose of relationships. Why am I in them? Why am I drawn to them? And what must I do in order to enter into a successful relationship in which I am as equally changed as whomever it may be that I'm engaged with? Mm, that's the good stuff. So I have a, I have a question for you. Yep, let's um, go. All right. Why is it that so many relationships with a spouse, a partner, a parent, child, or coworker end up in a mess? <laughs> Well, let's start with this. Yeah. Even if the other person is a wreck, that's still no excuse for you becoming one. Mm. We are, we are, because of our present level of understanding, which is the same as saying our present level of consciousness does, how do I say first? First, it, it, it doesn't want to assume any responsibility for what it manifests, what it 
is drawn to and what it draws to it. But this reluctance on the part of our nature to be responsible is, in one respect, again, not really our fault. It's a lack of understanding as to the purpose of our existence that produces the whole idea of blame. Because mm-hmm. you can't have a messy relationship without blame, can you? No. And at the root of everything that wrecks our relationships with people and, of course, with conditions at work, with our family, is that there is something in us that is a, it's a rapid-fire blame machine. It wants to find a reason why we are in pain. Because you won't blame anything or anyone unless you're in pain. And we don't understand the purpose of pain. We really have no clue that much of the pain that we experience with other people isn't because they have given it to us, thrust it upon us, but because through that relationship and grace, if we can understand it, that person is revealing in us certain aspects of our own character that that person has come into our life to reveal to us so that we can change what we're identified with. We can begin to work at the process of releasing old parts of ourselves that have been dragged forward because they never became, we never became awake enough to integrate them into our life. Should I expound? Well, I think that, I think that that is, is, is perfect because it, what I'm, what I'm hearing out of that is, is that every relationship, being able to take a look at relationships in a new way, really calls for a paradigm shift. Yes. That our, our habit and our culture, the, you know, is, our environment has been one that supports us in, I'm right, you're wrong. And, yeah. and if I get to blame you, then I have no part in what it is that is happening in front of me. Yeah, the, the pain is all your problem, and you, not mine. And fix it, by the way, because I don't like it. And, and, and that's, that's <laughs> one of the main, one of the thrusts of one of the, the, the talks, one of the, the, the chapters in this, is that if, if there is a disparity, if there's a, a breakdown in our relationship, and I'm not responsible, then somebody has to make a payment here. Mm-hmm. And you have to make the payment because you're the one creating the pain. But there is no such thing as a one-way pain in a relationship. It doesn't exist. In, in, the, in this, in this uh, I call it an audio book, in this e-course, whatever the heck it is, Relationship Magic, I, I talk about a, a scene from a movie, most of us remember it, where Tom, uh, Tom Cruise and, uh, what's her name, darn it, Renee Zellweger, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in that, that, that romantic, show me the money, was that, no, that wasn't it. Oh, everybody knows that, that term, though, it's, that's, I know the one you're talking about. Oh, fudge, I can't believe it, I can't remember <laughs> the name of it, I, I talk about it, but well, anyway, the point being, if it, there was a scene in the movie where, finally, uh, he comes to see something about himself through this relationship that was at first a wreck, a mess, becoming more and more a mess as each depended upon the other to relieve them of a pain that they weren't even aware of that was theirs. 
And at the end, he walks in and he says to her, you complete me. And everybody kind of gets that. I love, you know, what a, what a payoff moment. Mm-hmm. Now he understands that, and to make the point, that my relationship with myself is much sweeter, brighter, loving because you're in it. Mm-hmm. So translated relative to this material we're talking about is you can't really say you complete me without saying you have revealed me to myself. You have revealed that I have a willingness to sacrifice. You have revealed that there is a tenderness I didn't know. You have revealed, and to the point of this part of our conversation, you have revealed in me a weakness I didn't know I had. And now because I can see it, it is being healed in me through what you have revealed in me. And that's why you have completed me. You have helped me to become a more integrated human being through a relationship without whose revelation I would never be conscious of anything that even needed to be healed were it not first revealed through what you elicit in me when we're together. And this is a crucial point because the idea of a loving relationship isn't based on some sentimental, self-consoling idea of everything's roses. The real relationship involves the partner revealing to us things that we don't know about ourselves that stand in the way of a richer and deeper, more meaningful relationship. And as we meet these parts of ourselves because of our love for the other person, that love for the other takes us through what we have denied or resisted all this time prior to that relationship. Now I'm brought face to face with a part of me that I didn't know was there and that no longer serves a real purpose in my life, save to, save to interfere with the perfection of a love that has brought us together for that purpose. You know, in, in that, I'm also in the, I'm just in that presence of grace and of gratitude of all of the relationships that I have and everything that they teach me because, I mean, I, I often find myself walking you know, walking in a mall or walking somewhere, and I'm just in tears at how much it is that I love that person. And it's it's that it's that um, the tremendous opportunity and those tremendous moments of healing that become available in our relationships when we're willing to begin to take a look at them in a brand new way, including to to strengthen the point. Uh, and again, for this is just for people who happen to like scripture. What an odd statement. Love thine enemies? Hmm. What on earth? Ah, wait, I get it. I have a saying when it comes to a relationship with somebody, whether it's the person checking your groceries out, mm-hmm. the person who jumps in front of you <laughs> in the line, uh, finding out that uh, navel oranges have gone up 40 cents a pound. <laughs> And that is, in those moments, to be able to say to that person or that condition that you don't want, that is a momentary enemy, thank you, I didn't know that about myself. Mm. I didn't know that I walked into this store with a demand that certain things unfold the way they do. But because of the discovery through a moment of being thwarted by you not smiling at me or 
stepping in front of me and interfering with my rush, I'm suddenly introduced to a character that until it is uncovered and released will always go before me to make every path crooked because it's not interested in real relationship magic, meaning in real love. It's interested in loving only what supports the image it has of itself. Mm-hmm. You see that, darling? I me. do. I do see that. I do see that. And it's like it's we... And one of the parts, the words that come to me right now are, we are always interested in making ourselves right as a form of, almost of self-preservation. It seems as though it even has a survival level energy attached to the need to be right. I must be right. Yes, it does. And, And I'll tell you what, those are proper words. Because it isn't I, it isn't Darlene, our true self, that suddenly shifts into a, an anxious or angry survival mode. That, that, that part of us that ruins relationships through its unconscious demands, including that you make payment every time you disappoint me, belongs to a nature that only knows itself by what it has been and done in the past. And the point of relationship isn't to confirm the past, it is to release us from that part of us that only knows itself through some kind of comparison and the conflict that it breeds when anyone challenges what we assume is right and ought to happen to us. So relationships, again, their central function is as a point of revelation in the moment so that the relationship acts as the teacher. The lesson is what is revealed to me in that moment through the relationship and the The curriculum is love, because as I get the lesson, I'm released from what interferes with me becoming a more loving, conscious human being. Hmm. And that, wow, I'm just, I'm I'm in the moment right there. I'm just (laughs) in the moment right there. And, And what that makes me think of next is, what is it then that draws us to other people? Because kind of like a moth to a flame, often we are drawn to people. Like, oh, yeah. like it's a it's a mystery. And we're coming up here to one other break, but I think that that's where I'd like to start when we when we come back again. Is, I'm happy to happy to start there. It's that moth to a flame syndrome that yeah. I want to hear about. Yeah. Good and bad, huh? <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. It's like hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So I have we have a, a, a some information here for our listeners that you're listening to the Inner Frontier, and this is your host Darlene Green, and our guest today Guy Finley. Guy's new program. Uh, the topic of today's show is called Relationship Magic, and Guy is offering our listeners the gift of a discount on this new transformational program. So if you go to so this is how you this is how you do that. So if you go to myrelationshipmagic.org, you may receive 25% off the cost of both the audio and or video album. So the way that you can receive that is at the checkout point, all you need to do is type in magic, M A G I C, magic in the coupon I like saying that word by the way. I do too. In the coupon code section, and the discount will be automatically calculated. So, and this is all downloadable, either MP3s or MP4s for the video. And one last thing, if you don't like it, just say you don't like it and your money's refunded. That simple. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Now we'll take a break, but stay with us because when we return, there's more magic 
ahead. Live your soul's vision. You know there's more. Doing the same thing doesn't work anymore. You are ready to be the best version of you. Now it's time to listen to the calling of your soul. Your journey to awakening is taking place whether you're aware of it or not. The difference is the perspective from which you choose to witness the accounts of your life. It may feel at times as though there is something wrong or something missing. The work with Darlene and the Divine Light Council invites you to move beyond the world of known to your unique expression remembered. In all circumstances, whether perceived as good or bad, there is always a new perspective that is available. If you so choose, the new perspective can open up a universe of possibilities not previously seen. In so doing, invite the greatest part of you to be conscious in your life as you choose powerfully from your deepest soulful expression. This is the work, often a perspective shift away. We invite you to gain clarity of the next steps in your beautifully unique journey to remembering your greatness. Live your soul's vision. Visit thedivinerememberingcom You are listening to The Inner Frontier. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Darlene at thedivinerememberingcom Now, we return to The Inner Frontier. This is Darlene Green, your host of The Inner Frontier. With each Inner Frontier program broadcast, I have a commitment to extend an energetic support for those listeners that choose it. With almost 25 years of experience in energetic healing work, I, along with the Divine Light Council that I work in collaboration with, will hold a high-frequency envelope for you, if you choose. The high-frequency envelope may be likened to a rich energetic environment that you can call upon to support your unique awakening process. Like rich soil around a seed, the environment doesn't alter the seed, but supports the expression of the highest design of the seed. So wherever you are in your process, whether it's a place of clarity and connection, being empowered, confused, ready for an up-leveling, not aligned with your highest self, or perfectly aligned with your highest self, the energetic envelope will meet you where you're at and support your next step. So if you choose to receive the high-frequency envelope, then all you need to do is declare it. I choose to receive the high-frequency envelope. If you choose to cancel the envelope at any time, then you may do that too. Otherwise, the high-frequency envelope will be held for you for one week. And with every week, I notice that there is, as I go into meditation to uh, to set this up, I realize that there is a different quality every week that appears. And so the envelope this week has a quality of love and gratitude and grace. And it also has... A, a quality of, uh, of stillness, a quality of balance, a quality of, um, of that still point where there's no, if you could imagine a pendulum, there's no chaos in life as the pendulum swings wildly from side to side, but instead there's that softening process that is present in this envelope where 
there is this encouragement and this gentle pull to move back to center, move back to our center where where we have our feet underneath us, where we can, where we aren't in reaction. And in that space of the still point, that is where all is located. So you're neither heads nor your tails, but you're the whole coin. So with that taken care of and communicated... Our guest this week is Guy Finley, and Guy has authored a new program titled Relationship Magic, and my experience of this work is that it is powerfully transformative and that it's delivered with love, commitment, and vision. And Relationship Magic occurs within five full talks plus a two-hour webinar, and Guy provides a profound set of principles that once understood and embodied will heal the hurts and misunderstandings that lie at the root of all your relationship issues, beautifully transforming every relationship that you have. So welcome back from our from our break, Guy. And one of the things I wanted to do, because time is just absolutely flying in our conversation I know, I know. here, and I, I can just hardly believe it, and I just, just have to say I'm just in a place of gratitude and delight, just delight being able to have this conversation with you. But just to make sure that I don't forget it, would you mind communicating to our listeners the ways that they can get a hold of you. Well, the first thing is that uh, if you're interested in these ideas and you, you don't want at this point to get the, the new uh, program, just go to guyfinley.org, www.guifinley.org, and uh, there's literally a lifetime of free studies on that website. Uh, you will... Uh, find uh, much about relationships and the classes, the talks that I give, and all of the things that are, are wrapped around the Life of Learning Foundation, which uh, is what I call my work. Uh, so it's guyfinley.org. Uh, and I guess that's the most important thing, other than what Darlene said, is that you can get the program, and I think it's my relationship magic.org, all one word, myrelationshipmagic, one word, dot org. And if you put uh, the word magic, M-A-G-I-C, in the coupon section of the checkout, when my foundation is offering for Darlene's uh, listeners a 25% discount on what is already a fairly inexpensive package. So um, I have a saying that we hear what is true knowledge and we want to act on it. So I call it act knowledge. When we acknowledge something that's true, if we don't act upon it, we are doing a disservice to our own souls. So if you've heard anything that makes sense or that seems to be a little bit of a new understanding, follow up. Act on the knowledge. You'll never be sorry for anything that you do in the pursuit of discovering the truth of yourself. Thank you for sharing that. And there is uh, there is some... Um true wisdom that is present in this program. That has certainly been my experience. And so there's so many ways that we can be going with this guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Count, let me count the ways. But what I do want to, want to talk about is what we were talking about just before the last break, which is why are we drawn to particular people? It is such a magnetic experience. It takes us back to your first question. Why do relationships wind up in a mess? If, if you want to write down three words, listeners, write down the three words or four words. The illusion of difference. The illusion of difference. 
We are drawn to those we are drawn to because there is something in us and in them that is literally being brought together for the purpose of what seems to be that man or woman in your life and yourself, when the truth is that we are brought together, drawn, so that in this ensuing relationship, we can discover ourselves through the other. And this means, by the way, I don't know if you've noticed this, listeners, have you ever noticed how maybe somebody irritates you and you can't stop thinking about them? Don't you think that's a, a, an interesting contradiction? Why is my attention being drawn to something that bothers me? If it bothers me, why don't I just stop thinking about it? But something in us is drawn into relationship for the revelation that only that particular relationship can produce in our lives. The more we are willing to stand in the light of what that relationship reveals in us, the people we are drawn to, and listen to this, it's complicated, but you might get it down and think about it. What we resist in life, we are drawn to. Think about it. When somebody you don't like, you try to push them away, you don't want to think about them, the very act of resisting them is paying attention to them. All of these actions help us discover parts of ourselves that we would never know otherwise. And ultimately, the purpose of all this discovery is to realize that within us is another order of love, a completely different order of being that is acting in us, bringing to us in every man manner possible people and conditions that we might discover this broader love into which we are created to grow if we will use the relationships properly that we are brought to. Hmm. That's beautiful. And I'm... It- the picture that, that I get is that, is that as we are willing to utilize, to, I say utilize, that's not the right word, but to experience our relationships as an opportunity to expand our, our consciousness and our awareness and get yeah. closer to that new, yeah. different kind of love, and it's interesting, say, even saying the words, it's like a new, different kind of love. It's like, there's, it, is. There's a, it is. It is different, but there's a, a trust that's required that that, does that really exist? Does that really exist? And is this really the, the, like, the stepping of, you know, faith? This is the leap of faith. This is trust. Do, do I, there's a new I, love. Do, do I need trust? Do I need faith to walk out of a desert? I mean, that's the point. The more I learn about myself, the more I see at once the inherent limitations in a part of myself that doesn't look upon relationships as a discovery process, but rather through eventual identification as a proving process. I fell in love with you because you stirred in me what I didn't know. Now I depend upon you to keep everything in place. So you have to keep proving yourself or I'm going to punish you. Mm. So when we turn into that place where finally relationships become a proving ground instead of a discovering one, pain follows. And where you have pain, you have blame. And where you have blame, you have a mess and something that will, because you resist the other person, actually reincarnate the part of yourself responsible for that repetitious pattern. 
Mm-hmm. So that brings me to the next question of of opposites. Is it <laughs> true that opposites attract? It, it, it's a it's one of the things that I cover in great depth, and we have such we have like three minutes. But look, everybody has. Uh, understands the idea opposites attract. What we don't understand is that the reason that opposites attract is because when they are brought together, they bring us into a consciousness of something that we wouldn't otherwise know. For instance, I'm drawn to a person who uh, has, I don't know, maybe a calm to them. Maybe they ha- they've exhibited a certain strength in difficult situations, and I, I want to—I I sense that I have that part of myself, but I don't know where it is. I'm drawn to it in you, and if I can stay close enough to you, it will begin to help me awaken and realize the corresponding part of myself that is reflected in you, in me, through my relationship with you. So then, relationships become, as one of the main points of the talks a real mirror in which I get to see everything about myself that I can only see through what I thought was an opposite, but now I recognize is actually a reflection of myself, something waiting to be realized, and when it is at last, I'm released from any of the limitations that formerly went ahead of me to ruin my relationships with people. Hmm. I'm just I'm I'm in the moment again there. I I'm I'm <laughs> I'm right I'm right there. Wow. And it's funny. It's it's I what I'm finding is it's just amazing how in this information I am I just get so locked in. I'm just it's like I'm in that revelation right there in that moment and it's a space yeah, that's that, it's a yeah. space that's wordless for me. So being on the radio that's a very interesting challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. You know what? That, that's a really good sign, because when, when there's a real revelation of any kind in any moment of relationship, for instance, correspondingly, you see something beautiful in nature, your mind finally goes quiet, because <laughs> the beauty and the love that has brought you to that revelation wants you to bathe in another order of your own being that you weren't conscious of until the moment before. And that, Darlene, I believe is intended to be the constant experience of ourselves through our relationships. Mm -hmm. And what a gift that we have available for us in any, in every single moment, as, as long as we are willing to be completely present in this now moment with nothing else, nothing else added and nothing else taken away. Yeah. The magic of, of the moment. I think allows us, allows me to be able to see the the revelation, to see the beauty. There is something greater than ourselves that lives within ourselves, a love that is higher than the present love we're conscious of. It acts, it brings us together, and it asks in those introductions to people and places, will you learn something more about me through the other person, so that you can be gathered together into a relationship that never dies, because that love that brings you to them is deathless. Mm. It is. 
And you know what? That is the perfect place to I be able so. to end for today. Yeah. And I want to thank you so much, Guy, for um, for being a guest on the Inner Frontier. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to have this conversation with you. I so appreciate it. I loved it. And uh, maybe <clears throat> we'll you. do another one sometime. Wouldn't that be fun? I'm all right with that. Uh, me, me too. And uh, the way that I would like to... Uh, leave our listeners today is to thank you for being present on the inner frontier and uh, relationship magic is a series of talks beautifully woven to create not only a picture but a clear pathway to the relationships you never thought possible and along the way transformation occurs so I'd like to leave with the prayer of St. Francis Lord make me the instrument of your peace where there is hatred let me sow love Grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it's in giving that we receive, it's in pardoning that we're pardoned, and it's in dying that we are born to eternal life. This is Darlene Green, your host on The Inner Frontier. Thank you so much, Guy Finley. And it's an honor to walk the path of conscious awareness with you. All is well. Thank you for tuning in to The Inner Frontier. Please join Darlene Green again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We look forward to talking again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.